And, you know, I guess this might have been the most intimidating part of it. Mm. Brian said, Mitch, uh, if you will, hand me that bungee cord in the, in the <laughs> glove compartment. I said, why does he need a bungee right. cord? In my mind, I didn't say anything. You know, I just kind of handed it to right. him. Right. Thomas Roach here. We're at the uh, Senior Life Insurance Company home office, uh, and we are all fired up. Uh, today we got a very special guest, and I'm going to allow our guest to introduce himself. If you go ahead, sir. Be glad to, Thomas. Thank you for having me here this morning. My name is Mitch Connor, Vice President with Senior Life Insurance Company. Now, Mitch, you've been with the company for quite a long time before the company even existed. Um, yeah. If you could kind of explain maybe how you got started uh, yeah. in insurance and how you got started um, in the senior life family. I'd be glad to. Uh, actually, I had just uh, gotten honorably discharged from the Air Force in 1989. Okay. I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to finish with a bachelor's degree at Valdosta State mm. and actually sent out about 500 resumes uh, six months prior to my departure from the Air Force thinking that I'd be very marketable. Right. But it was a it was a downtime in the economy, uh, or at least that's the excuse I'm using. <laughs> okay, um, that's what we'll say. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, uh, long story short, I uh, ended up coming to work with Dell and Ron Powell okay. uh, in 1989 is the matter of fact. December of '89 was when Ron trained me. So, so Ron trained you uh, as the as I remember the story going, and you're gonna have to, to to clarify it for me. It was around Christmas time. It was. It was the week of Christmas. I think Christmas on that year was um, on Thursday. So we actually worked Monday, Tuesday, and half a day on Christmas Eve mm. before we came home. And Ron was still able to help you make sales that week. Oh, yeah. Well, because <laughs> the misconception is Christmas week or the holiday season or December to yes. January is a hard time for agents, a hard time for selling. But just firsthand, you realize that wasn't the case. Yeah, it really was not. Um, that week, we sold I think it was eight or nine applications, and for a total annual premium of forty five hundred dollars, mm. and 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 it was direct mail, right, in Macon, Georgia. Okay. So we left on a Monday morning. Uh, probably left about six thirty seven o'clock. Got to Macon two and a half hours later. We didn't even go to the motel. I thought we'd at least have a time to go drop our clothes off right. in the motel, but. We knocked on our first door probably about nine thirty or ten in Macon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh wow. I'll never forget it. <laughs> now Ron is uh, <clears throat> about four or five years younger than you. What was that like? You've already had uh, a military career at that point. You've already gotten your bachelor's degree at that point, and now you have a teenager. Yeah. Who's <laughs> brand new? Teenager uh, training you. What was that like? Yeah, you know, uh, when you're going through something like that. Yeah, you don't really think what it's like, but now looking back, it, it, it's amazing uh, the kind of drive that Ron Powell had mm. at such a young age. But knowing who he is today and the kind of drive he has also uh, with some of the uh, setbacks he's had with his health and things right. of that nature, um, yeah, it was just for him it's everyday life, but for a lot of people they sit back and they're, they're in awe mm. of the way that, he just has a burning desire to succeed. Yes. And he, he even had that burning desire to succeed at a very young age. As a teenager. As a teenager. 
So it, sure did. you didn't feel intimidated. You didn't feel awkward having this kid no. showing you the ropes and you already had your career and everything. Like yeah. it, it wasn't a big deal. No, it was not. You got to understand with Ron, um, he's not your typical 19 year old. Uh, right. Just like he's not <laughs> your uh, typical insurance agent. Uh agency manager and and now the president of the company he he he's a visionary mm. and and that even at such a young age you could sense that and if i could skip forward a few years okay um i can remember the time he was probably at that time 24 25 years old uh we were riding in a little town called pinehurst georgia we were right. working leads i'll never forget these, these are defining moments definitely in in my life and the life of senior life right um Ron started asking me about my background in college, mm -hmm. and, and actually it was just a, a business degree in general studies with a focus on human resources. Okay. Uh, he, he was wondering if I had any accounting background, and I said, no, nah, but I'm sure I can learn. He, I, but I said, why do you ask? He said, well, you know, I've been thinking. One day I think we're going to buy our own insurance company. Mm. And he was 24 maybe at that time. So it's not even like it's around the mid-90s at this point. no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, about mid nineties. Yeah, so. so I think it was six years later, maybe five years later. Right, two thousand. Yeah, the dream came to fruition. At twenty five, he already knew. He already knew the direction he wanted to go in. He did, that, and that wasn't scary for you, or or made you nervous at all to have somebody so young to have such big aspirations at the time. No, it inspired me. Mm. It really did. Um, you know, we all have struggles, and, and I don't want to get into my particular dysfunctional background <laughs> coming up as a teenager, being the oldest of four boys and things like that. But I never um, never thought I'd have an opportunity to be part of something as great and fulfilling and opportunity uh, that we have here at Senior Life. And, it's been right. a long road, you know. Speaking of a long road, uh, Ron Powell drove down that road in a car that was... See, when, when it comes to success, <laughs> people always look at the end of success or they look at the right now yes. whenever you're doing very well. And people don't really look at how things used to be or where they originated from. So when he was training you, and I know that um, you guys worked a lot of leads outside of the state and traveled right. all over the southeast... Uh, he did not have the nicest car at the time. No, he did not. He had what was called a hatchback Celica, <laughs> Toyota Celica. Right. And uh, just to uh, give you a better understanding of what it was like that first week, this actually happened the first week. The first week. The very first week. On Monday morning as we're driving up I-75. You, toward, a 19-year-old, and a hatchback and Celica. And a hatchback <laughs> Celica. So we're driving up the interstate, and, you know, I guess this might have been the most intimidating part of it. Mm. Ron said, Mitch, uh, if you will, hand me that bungee cord in the, in the glove <laughs> compartment. I said, why does he need a bungee right. cord? In my mind, I didn't say anything. You know, I just kind of handed it to right. him. And uh, unbeknownst to me, he said, yeah, I have to wrap this thing around the gear shift stick mm -hmm. sometimes to keep it in fifth gear. <laughs> so here at the week of Christmas, on a Monday morning, we're riding up the interstate. Right. I hand him a bungee cord to keep it in gear. So he says you can make a lot of money. And uh, <laughs> As you I'm thinking, him a so cord. why haven't you bought a new car? Right. You know, but the reality is he did show me that week, you know, mm. uh, what it would take to be successful. Um, 
And uh, like I said, he wrote about $4,500 annualized premium the week of Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, you, you kind of talked about um, before in the past about, you know, with our theme being for 2019, mindset is everything. Uh, you had mentioned before and you've told me before that your mindset wasn't in the right place in the beginning. You said like it might have been a temporary situation. You were right. just looking for something for the time being and you actually wound up leaving. Is that yes, right? That's correct. Uh, mindset is everything. And um, it says a lot more about me than it does about the opportunity. And let me explain that. Right. I was not prepared to take full advantage of this opportunity because my mindset was not where it needed to be. Mm. And the reason it wasn't there was because in reality, I didn't have uh, the kind of belief in myself that I needed to have to really grab a hold of a great opportunity, mm. okay? And what I did without getting into a long story, I, I just really made excuses, okay. you know, for my failures. Right. I, everybody else got the best leads. They worked the best territories right. <laughs> and things of that nature. That's what I would tell my wife, right. okay? Well, then when I was on the road with the agents working and things like that, I would say, you know, I might need to find something else because my wife, you know, we're expecting our first child and... And uh, I think I need to be home at more mm -hmm. at night and things like that instead of in the motel rooms. So in reality, I was using the opportunity and excuses of not having the best lead uh, as an excuse for not taking ownership. And then I was turning around and using my own family as an excuse for mm -hmm. my failures. So um, it took me leaving for a year. For a for, whole year? For a whole year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is I learned a lot about myself during that, that time. And I, I wasn't scared to work. I've never been scared to work. Right. But I realized as much time as I was putting in in the other job, and it was actually in the insurance industry, okay. as a, a debit, door-to-door, -door collections, sales, and that type thing. So if I had just had the uh, mindset of, of, of uh, working harder at what I was already doing, I would have achieved a lot greater success. So, so what, what caused the change, though, after the year and going door-to-door -door doing the oh, debit yeah. stuff? Okay. What, what, when did your mindset okay. change? Well, I started seeing the success that Ron was having, mm. okay? And uh, he actually reached out to me and said, look, we're, we're in a position that we can grow bigger. I mean, at this point in time, he's still 21, 22 right. years old, and he's reaching out to me, mm. wanting me you know, to come back and be part of it. So we started talking, and um, I saw that you know, he, the opportunity was bigger than what it was just a few years, or actually just a year earlier. Mm. So I talked with my wife, and, and I said, you know, uh, the reason we didn't make it before was I took ownership. I said I was mm. making excuses, mm. okay? But in order for us to be successful and, and for me to really provide like I want to for our family, I need to have your support, okay? And here's a little story. Um, and I've, I've told this story many times because things like this, I think, help all of us get a better understanding of what we need to be successful. We need each other. Absolutely. you got to have support. The day that I left to go back to work on Monday morning, I was leaving the house about 6 a.m. My daughter, my oldest daughter, Mary Elizabeth, was at that time almost one years old and beginning to talk. And my wife, to show her support to me uh, as a wife and, and, and showing that she was going to be behind me, 
she actually taught my daughter to say a few words and put a sentence together. And uh, as I kissed them goodbye that morning, I'll never forget, my, my daughter kissed me on the cheek and, and she said, Dada, make me money. Make me money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God she's married now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's kind of, you know, um, mindset. It's everything. And, and uh, I know the uh, more time I spend in this business, the older I get, mm-hmm. uh, that just rings truer and truer every year. Now, that being the theme of 2019, you actually um, coined the term for the company. Uh, so I guess just in general... Uh, when you're speaking on that, what is mindset is everything. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to our agents? You know, uh, as I think back over my career and over the careers of many people, um, a lot of uh, our success or failure hinges on our mindset. Mm. Okay, our mindset can be our, our our greatest asset, or it can be. Uh, a debilitating liability. Mm. And um, I'll be the first to admit, my mindset every day is not where it needs to be, but I've, I've, I've set some disciplines up in my life, okay. and I've put people around me mm. that I can look to to straighten me out when I need it. I always welcome feedback. I'm not one who thinks I know it all. Right. Matter of fact, I don't think I've ever had an original thought in my life. No, I'm sure you've had plenty. (laughs) Everything, I've learned it from somewhere. I've become a life learner. Um, I read a lot. I spend time around people whom I want to emulate Mm. and and be like. So, you know, if your mindset is not where it needs to be, uh, take control of that. And, uh, you know, feed your mind, feed your soul, by being around the right people, uh, you know, feed your attitude by uh, reading positive books and, and, and things that, you know, everybody's different. Mm. But find those things that will help you stop allowing things that you can't control to control you. Mm. There it is. Yeah. That's, that was always my, that was my life theme. And, and uh, through the years, I don't know where I've picked it up, but I learned it from somewhere. Don't allow what you can't control to control you. Okay, so you you have to be uh, you can't be passive. Right. You know, uh, you got to be intentional. Mm. Reading, hanging around the right people, right. taking taking care of your your mind, your body, and your soul. Mm. I think all of it goes hand in hand. Well, speaking of mindset is everything, and speaking of souls, uh, you did uh, depart from us for a little while. You retired yeah. as a as an agent, as an RVP, right. at a time when you had one of the top agencies. Uh, I believe it was you and another agency every month was neck and yep. neck. Um, so you and we it, won't mention that guy's name, <laughs> right? but even he, though he was my hero and still is, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But you constantly were neck and neck. You constantly every other month were the number one agency. You had a, a tremendous amount of success both in the uh, insurance business as well as financially at that point. And then you got a call. Yes, I did. And what was I that about? I got a call to become a pastor. Actually, I'd. Uh, I had been pastoring bivocationally, mm-hmm. which that means you just work two full-time jobs. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. Uh, at a small church. Um, that's something that actually I had ran from for many years. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wasn't raised in church, but, but later on in life, I definitely uh, 
knew that God was calling, but again, my uh, mindset wasn't quite ready to take that uh, responsibility. So I had been uh, pastoring for five years bivocationally, and at age 49, I, I, I can remember distinctly, and I don't have time to tell you the story, <clears throat> excuse me, but it, it, it was a God-ordained mm. calling for me to leave senior life and to go um, be in the ministry full-time. Little did I know that that was just going to be a, a six-year season okay. for me. Right. I was 49. I came back to the corporate side mm-hmm. uh, a little over a year ago. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is what I believe. I know God called me back to be a part of where senior life is and where senior life is going for a purpose greater than me. And I believe that everything we experience in life, if we will allow God to, he'll take those experiences and shape our hearts so that we can have influence in the life of other people, mm. okay? I don't pretend to know everything, right? but God has changed my heart in such a way that I want to be a, a, a person of influence in people's lives, and I believe through senior life that I can have a great impact on many, many people's lives Absolutely. through the opportunity and, and, and through the ability just to offer advice and encouragement and mm. direction, you know? So that's my heart. There it is. And I'm thankful to be back. A man with a, a lot of history in the business, a man with a lot of strong convictions, a lot of positivity, uh, from being an agent to um, becoming a pastor to now being back as a vice president in the company. How does that help you when you're communicating and working with our current sales force? Yeah, I love it. Uh, even before, when I was on the commission side for 20, I want to say 24, 25 years. Um, you know, I, I was an advocate for everyone winning, home office, field force, that type thing. But, but I think that now it gives me an opportunity to play an even bigger role mm-hmm. uh, because I think it helps me to uh, connect the home office to the field force and vice versa. Um, so that they can work together better for the future. And I think that's something that's very innovative in what we do. You know, uh, um, our not all of our home office staff, but a large portion of them get to experience on a regular basis uh, sales. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's something that Ron wanted to uh, put into place because he thinks it Im- it's important, and I do as well, that our home office staff understands what the agents go through. Absolutely. You know, so I, I think that's just wise. And I think it just makes us more cohesive and able to work together uh, and create an environment where everyone can win. What is the, what does the sales force mean to you personally? Oh yeah. You know, um, to me, it takes everybody to be successful, mm. <clears throat> but I've been out there in the field. I know how hard it is. I've had those moments in my career where, you know, you just didn't know if you were going to be able to pull it off, mm. you know. So the sales force to me are, are kind of the people on the front lines. Mm. Yes, we need the home office. We certainly do. Absolutely. They're very important, all aspects of the home office. But 
the sales force, they're the people on the front lines. They're mm-hmm. the ones who face more rejection mm-hmm. than most people should in any given time. Right. You know, sometimes you just don't know when it's going to stop. You know, it, it's very up and down on the uh, – sometimes you have those emotional highs mm-hmm. and then those uh, extreme lows. And um, I really – want to provide all the uh, help and experience I can to our sales force because we need each other, yes. but let's face it, without sales coming in, there would be no <laughs> senior life. There would be no us without right. them. So they go through a lot to help us be who we are. Definitely, case. definitely. Speaking of that and talking about the future and, uh, you know, as a man that's been uh, definitely heavily involved with the company's past. Uh, where do you see the future of senior life, short term or long term? Uh, just where do you see the future of senior life? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm slow. Okay, so Whatever. it's taken a while for <laughs> for Ron Powell to rub off on me. Okay, but I have a bigger vision for senior life, and than I've ever had. Mm. The opportunity is greater than it's ever been, and uh, I, I see this company being the largest final expense company in America within the next five years to seven years. Mm. And we've got a game plan in place to yep. make it happen. We've got the people to make it happen. We have the desire to make it happen. We are positioned so that we can not only change a lot of people's lives with the products that we offer, but we can also change a lot of people's lives in their career opportunities mm. that we that we offer. So, you know, I'm excited. I, I don't know. I've always wanted to be a coach. When yeah. I was coming up in high school, you know, I was football, baseball, that type of thing. Went to college for a couple of years before the Air Force, and and I always wanted to be a coach. And at that time, young and dumb, I didn't follow through. <laughs> and I thank God for that, right? Because um, His ways are not our ways, and He can redeem a lot of things that we think have been wasted. But that desire that I have to be a coach now. Uh, is what I get to do every day. Yeah, definitely. So I get to pour in to people, and, and we're in a position at Senior Life now to win the, the big game. Definitely. You know, you know, the Super Bowl with final expense. Yeah. So we're, I'm excited. Speaking of being a coach, um, there's a person that works with Legacy Assurance. Uh, Legacy Assurance, of course, is a company that our agents have the ability to become advocates for and our yes. agents are able to partner with, and it is managed and run by your daughter. Yes, it is. And uh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So uh, what is, like, as far <laughs> as your daughter, Kat, Catherine yeah. Connor, who was on a previous episode, uh, what has it been like for you to see how much she's grown and blossomed in the last few years. You know, to see her grow and blossom is a blessing in itself, but here's another side of that blessing that a lot of people don't realize. Um, Catherine, she was a teenager when I um, retired and went into full-time ministry. And uh, there's no gray area with her. She's black and white, Mm -hmm. you know. She calls it like she sees it, and uh, she's a loving person, but um, she keeps things close to her vest. Mm -hmm. And even as her father, I didn't realize this, but uh, I was heartbroken when I shared with the family that God was calling me into full-time ministry for this reason. She cried like I'd never seen her cry before, and she told me that 
at that point she had hoped that she, we would be able to work together and she would be part of my agency in the future. I didn't realize at the time that I would be coming back. So, you know, it, it is such a blessing to be able to work along with her, side by side with her sometimes in the interactions that we have with Legacy Assurance. Mm. You know, I don't get to see her every day. Right. You know, so uh, I'm just a blessed man. There you I go. really truly am. There you go. Um, before we get out of here, uh, if you got any like parting words, anything you want to say to our sales force? Well, before I say anything to the sales force, I want to thank you, Thomas, for what you do to help <laughs> senior life be who it is. And I, I mean that sincerely. I, I appreciate I, that. Yeah. You know, we've been around each other for a long time. Ten years. Yeah. yeah. And it has been a blessing to see how you have developed in your career and how you're having such a great impact, not only on the future of senior life, mm-hmm. but also on the people who fall under your leadership. Well, so pre- thank you. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Now to the agents and managers and leaders, RVPs, wherever you are in your career. Uh, let me share this with you. you. You may feel like you're you're at the top of success. You're at the pinnacle of success in your career. You may feel that you're at your lowest point. But regardless of where you are, there's more for the future. And I truly believe that that if your mindset's not where it needs to be, or even if you think you've reached the, the best you've ever been in, in your thinking, think bigger. This opportunity is bigger than it's ever been. And I really want you and your family and your people that you work with day in and day out to experience the success and the future that I believe senior life is going to provide. You know, a lot of people go through life and they say, if I could just find a job where they pay me what I'm worth, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I challenge you, if that's your thinking, to change your mindset and, and have this. I want to take full advantage of the opportunity that I have at Senior Life because I know there that I'm going to get paid what I earn. There's a big difference in getting paid what you think you're worth versus getting paid what you earn. Mm. I appreciate you, each and every one of you. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> Vice President, Mr. Mitch Connor, you know, uh, I appreciate you coming on the show today. You're a huge inspiration to me and many, many people between our agents and our home office staff. Uh, you've helped me out greatly in my career, uh, and you help a lot of people every single day, and uh, you're very much appreciated. So we thank you being on the podcast today. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Definitely. Yeah, I love this kind of stuff. Let's do more of it. I can't wait to see who you have on in the next few weeks. Yeah, it's going to be really awesome. But Great. like we always say, it's uh, senior life. All your life. All your life.